0: everybody and welcome back to black girl creative my name is alicia renice and i'm so happy that you are here yay y'all i just want to thank you for all of your love and all your support and well wishes from last episode it really means the world to me like y'all don't even know um I really appreciate y'all. And so as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Black Girl Creative Collective. Please join us if you want to join our creative support group and book club. Right now we're working through the artist's way. So grab your book. It doesn't matter if it's on Kindle or, you know, ebook or whatever it is or audiobook. Join us. We meet every other week. To join our creative support group and book club, just join the Black Girl Creative Collective. And I want to shout out a review. Yay, it's been a while since I did one of these. Honestly, y'all have been going through a lot. Um, But please know that I see all of your emails, all of your messages, all of your posts on Instagram, um, all of your reviews, and I want to shout you out because you deserve to be shout out. So please send those back. Um, I am catching up on life, as you all know. And yeah, I would love to honor you in that way. So our review today comes from Mimi Neva. It says, twenty one. 21 year old creative. Hi, Mimi. Yesterday I felt so lost. I had feelings of not liking what I was doing. I didn't like the videos I posted, how I present my brand, and simply how I create art. I have been creating art since I was 13. I have tried different niches and none of them felt natural. None of them felt like home. I deleted all the work I didn't resonate with. Today I woke up and felt like I'm more in the loss of something, but but I don't know what, but I don't know what, excuse me, English, okay, hard. Um, today I was moved to listen to a podcast with something that was therapeutic. I came here and and was felt, seen, and heard. Sis, you are wonderful. I loved your honesty and humanness. Thank you so much, Mimi. That really means a lot to me. And shout out to you. I, too, know what it's like to delete stuff that I just don't resonate with anymore and really just choose to create things that really move me and and fill me, feel me, and also fill me. Um, But I... I want to tell you that you know, you know. Oh, it's just easy. It's fine. It's hard. It can be hard. And I understand what it means, like to mourn a part of you that is not anymore. Um, but what I also want to say is that because you are letting go of things that aren't really real, you're going to hit gold. You're going to create stuff that actually means something to you. You're going to create stuff that actually moves not only you but other people. So stay in that place of being authentic. Stay in that place of being real. Stay in that place of being honest with yourself. How we always talk about honesty here. So be real with yourself and create stuff that actually moves you because that's how you're going to find your people. That's how that's how you're going to find your niche. You know, I heard um, Gary Vee, even though I don't listen to all of his ideals and ideas, um, he said one thing that really stuck with me. It's like, you are your niche. Don't worry about niching down. Create stuff that really means something to you. And you will find out that your niche usually is made up of a few things. But what's really the common factor, the thing that connects all those things together is you. It's you. You create the niche, y'all. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. So, again, thank you so much, Mimi. I appreciate you listening. Thank you. And if you hear this episode, let me know. I I really it really means a lot to me that you all listen and support and that you all share it. I mean, it really means more to me that this really encourages you and pushes you to create your most authentic work. Um, and so that really makes me happy. So thank you so much for sharing. Yay. So going along with this idea of niching, right? This is actually a perfect segue into today's episode. I actually did not plan on doing this episode, but let's talk about it. Because if you are a multi-passionate creative like me then you know how hard it is when people tell you, oh, you have to niche down. You have to find one thing and be really, really good at that thing, y'all. That thing has tortured me my whole life. Like, People ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be multiple things. Like, And I still have answers to that questions. I want to be a a carpenter. I want to be a singer-songwriter. I want to be a writer. I want to be a dancer. You know what I mean? I have these like dreams that I felt like I had to throw away because I could only be one thing. I want to be an ASL interpreter. That's actually what I went to college for. You know what I mean? And I believe this lie that I could only be one thing. You know, when you're in school, they say, well, you have to pick one major. You got to pick one thing. And I'm looking at this catalog, this course catalog, like, girl, how am I pick one thing? I want to be all these things. I want to taste test everything. And so I really believed even in my artistry that I had to pick one thing. Oh, I can only be a singer. I can only be a photographer. I can only focus on one thing at a time, right? And so while I believe that there are some truths to that, there are also some lies. The truth is that no one is one thing in life, right? We hold many titles, we hold many responsibilities, we have many desires and wants and dreams. And even some of that stuff is not even considered using air quotes creative. I believe that everybody is creative, but some of the stuff is just like, hey, you know, I want to, I wanna make cakes and I wanna make pies and I want to make, you know, casserole for dinner. I don't know, I don't don't make casseroles, but go with me here, right? We're taught that we have to only make pies for the rest of our lives. Now, how boring would our lives be if we could, and unhealthy, (laughs) if we could only make and eat pie? I really feel like variety is the spice of life. I feel like we have lost hobbies. We have lost um, this idea of like doing stuff for fun, and I feel like that can feel like that can box people in because everybody says, "Oh, you have to monetize everything. Everything has to be a business." That's not the case. Everything does not have to be a business. You can do stuff just for fun, right? So for people who are multi-passionate, let's let's define what multi-passionate is in the first place, right? So the first time I heard this phrase was from Marie Forleo. And she is great. Check her out. She's very inspirational, but she's multi-passionate like me. I think she's a dancer. She's a content creator, a businesswoman. You know, she does all these different things. A podcaster. She makes videos on YouTube. It's a lot, right? And so for her, she really coined the phrase multi-passionate. Other people use words like renaissance woman or renaissance person or artist, meaning that they have multiple things that they do, right? So you think about renaissance artists. Like literally, some people were inventors and they were painters and they were writers and they were sculptors. They were doing all of these things, and it was not weird that they were doing multiple things. There's a phrase that people say, you know, um, don't be a master of none, right? People are afraid of being a master of none, but there is a whole phrase that goes along with that quote, and it's really really beautiful. Let me pull it up for y'all. All right, so what we're used to hearing is a jack of all trades is a master of none. And people stay there, right? People stay there because they're like, dang, like, well, I'm afraid of being a jack of all trades because that doesn't mean I, mean I master anything. It doesn't mean I do anything well, right? It doesn't mean that I'm like prolific in like one thing, that I am well-versed or well-read or, you know, knowledgeable about one specific thing. And usually people who are experts on a thing focus on that one thing for the rest of their lives. Think of people who study, you know, molecular biology or linguistics, like this is their thing, right? But for people who are multi-passionate, they have multiple things. But the whole phrase really says, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. It's a compliment. That is not that is not supposed to be offensive. That is not an insult to say that you're a, that you're a jack of all trades. There's nothing wrong with being a jack of all trades. It's actually beautiful. And I feel like we lose the beauty of it because we're so used to telling people, you can only do one thing. Now let's talk about where this idea even came from, right? It is beneficial to the majority for you to be good at one thing because they want to get you in a uniform. They want to get you a job, right? So in this world that we live in today in Western society specifically, you know, we're taught to pick one track to do one thing because it makes other people money like what do you want to do? What do you want to be? We're so focused as a culture on making money that we lose the desires that we had. And I, I really don't feel like the desires go anywhere. I really feel like we're taught that we can't pursue them. It's like, oh, I can't do that and that. Oh, this is this is like this doesn't make any sense. It's almost like even in artistry, we're taught to market ourselves like we are a product and we're not. Like, yes, okay. Products usually have one purpose, right? They have one goal, a toothbrush. What is it supposed to do? I mean, you know, if you're black, you can do like, you can lay baby hairs, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You can, but usually it's made for brushing teeth. That is the sole perfect purpose of that toothbrush. But we are not objects. We are not things to be marketed, right? We are not things that are able to be sold. But in a society, again, capitalism, it all comes back to capitalism. We're taught that we have to be sold. We are a product, right? Our worth, our value comes from how much money we make ourselves or we make other people. And so when we're focused on that, then yes, then we're going to try to find one thing that we're really good at to make all the money. We're going to try to make all the money and do all the things, right? But the truth is that we are multifaceted people with multiple interests and we should make room for hobbies. Now, you finding yourself in a place where you feel like you cannot, you know, discover new things or try new things is a lie. Like it's a it's a lie and it's a setup from society. I really feel like our creator gave us multiple interests. And, you know, like this phrase says, like when you have a knife, I think of a jackknife, right? I think or a, what do you call it? Whatever those military knives that people have, they have multiple uses And while having just a knife is great, it's also better to have a screwdriver, right? It's also better to have, I don't know, a nail filer, a nail clipper, you know, a rope cutter, whatever things are in those knives than just one knife. It has multiple purposes. So even though it might be more clunky, right, it might not be more streamlined, it might be heavier, whatever it is, it's still more useful. And I feel like for us, for us, multi-passionate people who are multifaceted, yes, we might be more clunkier. Yes, it might be harder to navigate some spaces. Yes, you know, you might come with a lot more things to do on your plate. You might come with, you know, like more uh, complications, which is not necessarily bad, but it's useful to be used in multiple places. The benefits of being multi-passionate: you can get a job anywhere. You can do multiple things, right? So me, I'm a songwriter. I'm a photographer. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning um interpreting so I can become an interpreter later, like I'm a writer. there are things and there are things that I have knowledge of that I can use in different kind of marketplaces as opposed to just focused on one thing. You know what I mean, and not everything I do has to be monetized again, later on, I plan on living multiple lives, right you know you, you talk about cats and how they have nine lives. I believe, I love reading stories of people who say, yeah, this person for 10 years was a teacher. Then they became a dancer. Then they became a photographer. Then they became, you know, an architect, right? There's this lie that we believe that the older we get, the less that we can do. And it's not true. It's not true. It is, it's, it's so not true. It is a lie created to keep you docile, created to keep you not creative. If I can convince you that you can't do multiple things, you'll be in my power. If you're at a job and your boss is telling you, you can only do this, right? You're not gonna know what's possible for you. You're not gonna know that you can actually get a job above me because I want you to work for me, right? And this is like, you know, this is kind of like the worst case scenario, but even still, it's this lie that we're told because we glorify youth and like, oh, when I'm young, I can do stuff. When I'm in college, I can do stuff. But the older I get, I have to stay in this lane. You can change your mind. You can change your mind. And it doesn't mean you have to give up the job that you do You can do stuff for fun. You can, you know, cut down your hours. You can go back to school. Like, school is not just for young people. You know what I mean? Like, learning is not just for young people. They say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's not true. Anybody at any point can change their mind and be like, you know what? Bump this. I don't want to do this anymore. I actually want to start, you know, sculpting, you know, for me. You know, in 10 years time, at least, I want to start carpentry. Lord willing, I'm still alive. You know what I mean? There's a lot of life to live. I want to learn woodwork. I want to learn welding. I want to learn how to fix cars. Like, and not even just to monetize it, but because cars be breaking down and I want to know, you know what I'm saying? I want to have the advantage when I go take my car into a shop, you know, so people can't get over on me because I, I don't know about cars. And so people can charge me anything for cars and get over on me as they do, <laughs> which is why my husband goes take our car places because I ain't got it, Right. But understand that there's nothing wrong with having multiple interests. There is nothing wrong with you. In fact, I wanna give you a permission slip to try everything. Taste test everything. Life is a buffet. Life is juicy. Life is exciting set up things in a way that is a buffet style. You don't have to go all in on one thing. You can try multiple things, taste test little things. I'm reading books on herbalism because I wanna get into herbalism. I'm reading books on history because I love history, especially black history. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm taking courses on things, watching YouTube videos on on stuff on like how to renovate our RV. Stuff like that, how to reupholster things. Like let your life be as wild and juicy and fun and diverse and complicated and you know, exciting as you. You are multifaceted, you are a wonder, you are a work. Like There are different sides and different things that you know that you can market if you want to, but you don't have to. There are different things that you wanna try and I'm giving you permission to try all of them, do all of it. So people who wanna find a niche or multi-passionate, you don't have to, this is your permission slip. You are your niche. You are the thing that makes you unique. You know, there are a million different, you know, copywriters. There are a million different sculptors, painters, photographers. There are many, many different teachers, right? But every person has their own style and their own signature. Even if they start off copying other people, they start to develop their own style. Why? Because they're their own person. There are things about you that make you unique, that make, that separate you from other people. And in the same way, you tie all the things that there are, there are about you together, So I'm gonna use me as an example, right? I felt so frustrated because I'm like, what am I doing? I look like I'm so crazy to people. I look crazy to people. Girl is a photographer. Girl is a singer. Girl is a podcaster. Girl makes YouTube videos. She makes beats, right? She does vector images. You know, like, it's like, girl, what, what are you doing? You're all over the place, right? You travel, you're all over the place. And I realized that there is a common thread that ties all that together beyond just me. Like, yes, I am the common thread that ties it all together. But my messaging for all my art tends to be the same. My photography is about seeing people, having their stories told, seeing the beauty that already is in them, right? Not Photoshopping bodies, not, you know, super doing like super airbrush stuff. You know what I'm saying? I want people to see the beauty that already exists in them. That's my goal with my photography, right? To tell stories, to spread love, to show beauty. With Black Girl Creative Podcast, the same thing. Tell stories, spread love, encourage people to be their authentic selves and to create their authentic art even if they want to monetize it or not, right? With my other podcast, The Full World Project, really the whole purpose is to encourage other people, the music I make, to tell stories, to encourage people, to love on people, to help people feel seen and heard, right? The review that we read, like that person said that they felt seen and heard. That is the goal of everything I do, everything. When I When I become a carpenter, when I start building tiny houses, I want to do that so that I can build tiny houses for people to live in, to have affordable housing, literally affordable housing, but quality housing, right? That's, that's because my heart is for people who are disenfranchised, right? For the homeless or the unhoused, excuse me, for people who, who, have, who, who lack things, who live in scarcity. You see what I'm saying? I want them to have good things too. I want them to feel dignified. I want them to feel like they matter. All this stuff ties in together, So understand that even though it seems like you're all over the place, you're doing all these different things, your why, who you are, your passions, like the reason why you do stuff, that's gonna tie it all together. Don't worry about people thinking that you're all over the place. You can be a jack of all trades. I'm giving you a permission slip. Do it. Taste test everything. And the thing is, For people who are multi-passionate, when you do one thing, you feel like you're dying. You feel like this can't be all there is to life. I have all these things I want to do. Do them. Live your life. You were created that way for a reason. You have multiple interests for a reason. And some of that is not to make money. Some of that is just to make you feel good. So I really feel like God gives us our desires because he just wants us to enjoy the life he gave us. He doesn't want us to be miserable and sad and stuck. No, like you can do stuff just for fun. Even if I, if, so my whole goal is like to create, to create small houses, right, tiny houses for people to live in, right? Maybe I'll end up just doing birdhouses. Who knows? Like, but I'm open for the journey. I'm open to where, to where the journey could take me. I'm open to it because I know that he gave me these wants and these, these talents and these interests for a reason. So again, I'm gonna read you this, this quote one more time, right? A jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. You are a jack of all trades and that is okay. You are the knight that people pull out whenever they need anything. If you're good with design, people ask you to do stuff. If you're good with photography, people call on you. You are a gift to the people around you. You are a wonder. You are a gem, okay? It is okay to be multi multifaceted because you are multifaceted and you reflect so many different parts of our savior, of our God, like of our creator. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You reflect the different beautiful parts of God on this earth. It's okay. It's okay. You're handy. You are versatile. And you are beneficial to everyone around you, including yourself. You can get yourself out of bind. You can make some money painting. You can teach. Like, you can do everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, celebrate yourself. Don't be down on yourself. Again, it is it is essential for you to be a jack of all trades. I'm trying to tell you, for survival, especially in this world, in this market, it is essential for you to be a jack of all trades. And I just want you to celebrate yourself instead of bogging yourself down with this idea that you can only be one thing. How boring would life be if at 18 we had it all figured out? I love hearing people's journeys again. Maya Angelou is somebody I look up to, a dancer, a writer, a poet, like just so many things and unapologetic about it. Now, how much more beautiful would this world be, would your life be, if you just stood in the truth that you are a multi passionate and that you are a jack of all trades and a master of none, and that's okay? How much more beautiful if we just accepted our strengths? That is a strength that a lot of people do not have. So, again, I give you permission. Again, don't worry about niching down. You are your niche. Do all the things. If you want to start a podcast, talk about everything you want to talk about. If you want to start a a YouTube channel, talk about everything you want to talk about. Like, if you want to start multiple things, do multiple things. It's okay. If you want to go back to school and you're 89, do that. Girl, go on. I celebrate you. Do that thing. If you want to learn how to paint and you're 75 years old, okay, do it. There's this lie that we're told, again, because youth is glorified in this country, and often abused, right? They throw away people who are older. Um, There's this lie that says like, oh, once you're older, your life is over. That's not true. Your life is just the beginning. And you can begin again every single day, every single moment, you can begin again, okay? So begin today. Don't worry about your age. Don't worry about what your qualifications are. You can throw all that away. Who are you trying to hold hold on to that stuff for? Change your mind, <laughs> live your life and be in the moment. And also understand like what I really feel like if we're in the same place that we were 20 years ago, something is wrong, right? Something is wrong. We should always be evolving. We should always be taking in new interests. We should be like expanding our mind all the time. You feel me? So it only makes sense that 20 years from now, you might have different interests. You're a different person. The soul is the same, but you're a different person with different experiences, different knowledges, different dif- different um, ideals and different values. And so honestly- naturally your interest might change and that's okay so shout out to you i see you i celebrate you and again feel free to join our creative support group and where we have more conversations like these i would love to see you there and until next episode y'all keep creating keep making stuff because you matter keep being a multi-passionate creative okay because that's beautiful and i love you okay so until next episode talk to you later bye Hi, everybody. I just want to drop in here to let you know what's going on. I am starting a book club slash creative support group. If you're a Black woman and you're creative, which I think that you are because I think everybody is, and you want to join a phenomenal group of Black women coming together, supporting each other, sharing each other's dreams, encouraging each other, collaborating, all that good stuff, healing, becoming well, join our free group, at the link in the description, Black Girl Creative Collective, where we come together every other Saturday to meet together, to share, to read... And again, no pressure if you're not a reader. We still talk about these topics in the group, in discussion. Um, feel free to join us. We would love to have you there. I am so excited to be able to be vulnerable with Black women who are creatives, who are working through their stuff, who are working through their fears and anxieties, who are healing, who are resting. And I'm grateful to be able to share a space and a platform with each with each other that is safe, that is sacred. And I would love to see you there. Even if you just want to show up you know, and just not say anything that's cool too, we would love for you to be there. We just want you to feel seen, heard, and loved because you are valuable you are beautiful you are creative and we would love to see you there so again it's free bring a friend um join the collective beyond you know having meetings every other saturday morning we will also be posting stuff in the group meeting together having events meetups you know workshops discussions all that good stuff please come out i would love to see you there i love you and i'll talk to you soon bye